0: bless the Lord hey thanks guys bless the Lord amen I might get someone to grab me some water if they that that's okay thank you praise God hey how you doing let's just stand up shall we just for a second thank you Jesus Wow, well, father we are so grateful for your presence here We're so grateful, Holy Spirit, that you always come, that you have come, that you never leave us, you never forsake us. But you are with us always. So we reverence your presence here this morning. We're so grateful that you're here. Wow. (sighs) Why don't you just lift your hands just for a minute and just have a salah? For surely he is in this place. (laughs) We give you glory, Lord. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, we welcome you this morning to flood the eyes of our understanding with light. That we truly come to know the hope that you've called us to and the exceeding greatness of your power that is in us and for us because we believe. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, that you quicken us today according to your word, Lord. And Father God, you help us make any adjustment, Father, any area in our life where we're out of alignment. Father, we want to be rightly aligned with you, with your will, with your word, with your prophetic word that you have for us for this season, Father. We value it. We value you. And we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Glory to God. Wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Wow. He's doing so much in our midst. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, well, the Lord quickened a word to me, uh, and that's really good, because it's the word that he speaks that he watches over to bring to pass. Amen. And I'm so grateful that we actually can hear his voice. You know, Jesus said that we hear the the voice of the good shepherd. Someone turn to someone and say, here's a good shepherd. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And he's here this morning to lead us into green pastures. Yeah. He's here to lead us beside still waters. He's actually already done that. He's led us this morning beside still waters. He's brought a calm to the storm. You know, life gets stormy sometimes. Anyone notice that? Yeah? But, but he brings calm. He, he brings peace to the storm amen and that's what he's done this morning he's led us into that place of green pastures and it's a place where we can trust that he's going to be he's going to bring his word and we're going to be i'm getting the words we're going to feed on his faithfulness this morning amen hallelujah amen his word is the bread of life it's not a sermon it's bread Glory to God. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So it's every word that he wants to release into our lives today that we feed on. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. And that word brings life. It brings zoe to our lives. Life as God knows it. You know, we, we know life, uh, we, we get about our own life and 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 we're living our life as we know it but there's the life that God knows it there's life as God knows it and he wants his children he wants us to know life as he knows it hey there's a word right there to celebrate not as we know it or have known it in the past but he wants us to to walk in, in into that place where we begin to know life as he knows it oh glory to God Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't help but celebrate the Lord with that. He's leading us into a place that we would know life as He knows it. Amen. And it's abundant life. It's life to the full. Turn to someone and say, to the full. You know, till it overflows. It's life as God knows it to the full until it's overflowing. Amen. That we begin to live on the overflow, not just the just enough. Yeah. Not on maintenance. No. Amen. Not on damage control, but life to the full till it overflows. Turn to someone and say get ready for the overflow. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. It's abundant life. Amen. He said enjoy enter into the joy of life. That's there for someone tonight. He wants today. He wants you to enter into the joy of life. Go on. Step into the joy of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> he created this life for you to enjoy. Oh, glory. He created this life in Him for us to enjoy. Not just get by. Amen. But to enjoy. Amen. Turn to someone and say, start enjoying it. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You know, when you hear the word of God, you can't help but enjoy life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, that's a good word right there. Hallelujah. I've got to change for a minute. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. I'm going to muck up my notes right there. Now I've got to find it. Romans. I think it's Romans 15 or 13. Romans 13, 15. Oh, love, but aha sunday, you need the help of the Holy Ghost. You got your Bibles? I guess i better find out where we're turning to. Oh ha 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 ha. Thank you, Jesus. All right. it must be 15, 13. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Romans 15, verse 13, amplified. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy. Someone say, all joy. joy. You see, life's to enjoy. Turn to someone else. Say, life is to enjoy. Praise God. With all joy and peace. Glory to God. And peace. Oh, yes. In believing, in believing through the experience of your faith. Through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Hallelujah. One or two people are excited about that. That's what His Word comes comes for today, to do, that we would be bubbling, overflowing with hope, that, that, that as the Word comes, as faith comes, that we be filled with all joy, you see, because He releases by faith the capacity to believe His Word, and we be filled with all joy as we hear the news, as we hear the Word today, then we begin to step into the overflow. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All joy. Turn to someone else and say, all joy. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. So that's just a little bit of a beginning here. That's not not my message today. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I woke up with the words again. He reminded me of a word that He gave me some time ago. But Holy Spirit just breathed on it again and totally shifted my message for today. He said, If I give you a mustard seed, will you plant it? If I give you a mustard seed, will you plant it? And what I saw was this tiny little mustard seed on my kitchen bench. And I saw it just being swept off as if it it had carried no value. And it could not produce. And he said to me, "People do that. We do that day in and day out. When the word comes to us, we think, we look at it and we say, "That is so small. How could it possibly produce anything? Or well, we're going to look in it to it today and see what it can produce if we plant it. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Like the thoughts on doing anything with it. How could something that tiny produce anything significant? But we see in 1 Corinthians 1.25, the scriptures say, The foolish thing that has its source in God is wiser than men. And the weak thing that springs from God is stronger than men. Mark 4, would you turn to Mark 4 with me? Verse 30, the Amplified Classic. And he said to them, with what can I compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable shall we use to illustrate and explain it? It is like the grain of a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all seeds upon the earth. Yet, after it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all garden herbs, and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air are able to make nests and dwell in its shade. hallelujah then I want to go to Matthew seventeen and this is a question that uh, uh, this is a, an answer that Jesus gave the disciples to a question why couldn't we? Drive a demon out of a boy. Stick with me here. I'm building into something. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, For assuredly I say to you, If you have faith as a mustard seed, You will say to this mountain, Move from here to there. And it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Last week I tapped into the power of our words. And we see here where the disciples were asking, why can't that demon, why couldn't we cast it out? And what Jesus is saying, because of your unbelief. And then he goes on to say, This kind, what is he talking about? He's not talking about the demon. He's talking about the unbelief. He says this kind comes out only through prayer and fasting. You know, every time we speak idle words, we are eating of the bread of unbelief. If we speak unbelief, we are eating the bread of it. This seed can only produce the impossible. He says, nothing is impossible to him who believes. But this seed can only produce the impossible if you believe. If you believe that that mustard seed that you have been given is enough to produce what it was sent to produce. You see, often we look for answers and we find that we feel that is a big problem, so the answer must be complicated. But God's saying, if you just take that seed... If you take that seed and you fast unbelief, amen? In other words, you keep looking at that seed. You keep meditating on that seed. You keep on meditating and thinking on and muttering and speaking out what I have spoken to you. You're going to see that seed take root and you're going to see the harvest thereof. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We see the mustard seed is, is a huge tree. It's, it's a massive tree. In some areas of the Middle East, they ban the mustard seed. You've heard me say that before. Because the wind can carry that seed, that tiny seed, into tiny little crevices in buildings. And if it's, it's roots, if it takes root, it has the potential to bring down large buildings. So they've banned it. And being that they're so tiny, they only need a little crack. And because they grow so strong, the roots are so, so huge. They cause a lot of damage. I tell you, that seed that God speaks to you, the seed of His Word can cause a lot of damage in the kingdom of darkness. Amen. Glory to God. That one seed. Say, so it's not enough. I need more. No, you just take that one seed. And you know what? I believe in, in, in here even right now that God is reminding you of words, as seeds that He has spoken into your life. There's an awakening of prophetic words, not only prophetic words, but God-inspired words. As you read His Word, He's quickened things in your heart. Holy Spirit's is going to bring that to remind it of, rem, remembrance. I'm prophesying that over you right now. Oh, hallelujah. And you will enter in with that seed into a place of redemptive grace at an accelerated pace. That seed, once sown, once meditated on, once spoken, is going to produce a harvest quicker than you can. Whew. My father, I don't know who Jack Robertson was. But he used to say quicker than Jack Robertson. I don't know who that is. I better not say it out there. Oh, I did say it already, haven't I? Don't look it up. <laughs> but really quickly. Amen. He wants to quicken his word. He wants to, you to experience those words. He wants to bring them into your experiential knowledge. Not that you just know about them. But he's saying you, you begin to speak it. You begin to plant it into your heart. Amen. For no word from God, it has not got the power in itself to produce itself if we steward it correctly. Glory to God. When the Spirit of God breathes on the Word, what happens is as we receive it with our heart, there's a crack, maybe that little that entrance of His Word into our hearts gives that seed the potential to produce. Amen. Glory to God. God's giving us seeds. You reminded me of Jeremiah. You can go there with me if you would. Jeremiah 1, the Amplified, from verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord, God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Say not, I am only a youth. For you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Be not afraid of them, their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have have this day appointed you to the oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms to root out, pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And he said, I see a branch or a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. He's saying this word that I have placed in your mouth, has the capacity to root out, pull down, destroy and overflow, overthrow and build and plant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, I had a vision of this seed cracking open. And when a seed goes down, uh, when a seed cracks open, the root goes down into the soil before it shoots up. And that's where a lot of us can be deceived because we're looking for the, the shoot. We're looking for the, that thing to spring forth immediately. But when a, when, when a seed germinates, it, when it cracks open, that root begins to go down. It's actually called a radical. That, that root is called a radical root. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. It goes down before it actually begins to shoot up. It's what happens when a Christian is born again. They hear the seed of the word of God, the incorruptible seed. And they take on. They die to the old. Amen. They're buried. And then they rise with Christ. Amen. We join in his death and his burial and his resurrection. And that seed, that radical shoot, goes right down and and it establishes a bit. So that it it can actually get a grip on or or secure what's about to come forth. Praise God. Thank you, Father. The seed then needs to be watered. In Ephesians, we see the scripture says, Be washed with the water of the word. Amen. We keep on watering that word. We meditate that word. In Joshua, Joshua, the scripture says, God commanded Joshua to meditate his word day and night. Amen. Meditate, mutter, meditate. Think on that word. Think on that small seed that God has given you. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Bring the thoughts captive. Begin to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ and take a hold of that seed word that God has given you. Because the seed word that he has given you has the power in itself to perform itself as we steward it correctly. We continue to water that seed. Praise God. Praise God. Without the radical root, the seed will get blown away. It gets blown away the next time the wind blows. Without that radical root taking root. In that in the soil which, which the Lord uh, uh, runs parallel with the heart of man, when he speaks about it in, in, in Mark 4, he, he speaks about the soil being the heart of man. But without it taking root, it's just blown away when the wind comes. What? When the circumstances of life come. But he wants us to hold fast. He speaks about in Hebrews, hold fast to the confession of your faith without wavering because He who has promised is faithful. Turn to someone and say, God is faithful. Hallelujah. He is faithful. Let's go to Mark 4 verse 13. Amplified again. And He said to them, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? He's talking about the sower sowing the word. Or you won't understand how to operate in the kingdom of God unless you understand this parable of the sower sows the word. Glory to God. Mark 4, let's look at 13 in the Passion Translation. If you don't understand this parable, you won't get any of them. You see, there's a starting, there's a, there's a turning point. There's a turning point in our lives. The minute we hear that faith, the minute we hear that seed, things begin to change. God brings the word to give you a kingdom perspective and to change the earthly mindset. Hallelujah. Mark 4, verse 16 in the Amplified. And in the same way the one who sows upon the stony ground are those who when they hear the word at once they receive it and accept it and welcome it with joy and they have no real root, no radical root in themselves. And so they endure for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, they immediately are offended, become displeased, indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. Passion Translation. The seed sown on gravel represents those who hear the word and receive it joyfully. But because their hearts fail to sink a deep root into the word, they don't endure for long. But when trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, they immediately wilt and fall away. We cannot develop a deep root by spending 15 minutes in the word a day. And then spend 23 and three quarters of the day, the hours of the day, meditating on the circumstances of life. Give God 15 minutes a day. And the scripture says, in him. Someone say, in him. We live, we dwell, we have our being in him. It's an abiding place. The word is an abiding place. And as we abide in this word, when he speaks to us, as we abide in that word, and that word abides in us, Then the scripture says, Ask whatever you will, and it'll be done for you. In this, my Father is glorified. In other words, you begin to ask according to the will of God, according to the word of God that God has given you. Someone says, How do I meditate the word? How do I, well, I read that. If we just take that seed, you see, He's made it simple. We think we've got to meditate every scripture. No, we don't. Let's take that word that God has breathed on that he's given life to, that's quickened in our, in our spirit. When we hear, we heard him speak it. And we begin to meditate that word. We begin to think on that word. We bring our thoughts captive to that word. We can meditate the word day and night. We can meditate the answer. I don't know about you, but I in the past haven't had any trouble worrying about something 24-7. Can I have a wave of bold people that are, haven't had any problem doing that? Haven't had any problem worrying on one thing. Haven't had any problem of, of remembering one word that was spoken. One word, one negative word that was spoken. Haven't had any problem. The devil you can remind you of it day and night, night and day. He can remind you of that negative word that was spoken in your life. Maybe when you were a child, that word was spoken and it's harassed you all your life. Well, I tell you, the word comes to uproot it, overthrow it and destroy it. Glory to God. Amen. As we begin to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Hallelujah. This word today will uproot that word that was sown in your heart. Not on purpose. You know, people say silly things. Have you noticed that? I remember my parents always saying to me, you always fall over. You are so clumsy. You always fall over. So what put fear in me is to not try anything in case I hurt myself. And it stayed with me for years, little thing. You know, words matter. The scripture says in Proverbs 18, it says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that use it are going to eat the fruit of it. For death or for life. For life or for death. Amen. But the word comes. God speaks to you in the night watches. He speaks to you during the day. He quickens a word that you read once. And says that's for you today that's what I want you to think about today. I don't want you to think of the woes and the cares of yesterday, nor the nor the be be concerned about tomorrow. I want you to take that seed, that little mustard seed. I want you to think on that today. I want you to process on that I, I, I want you to ah oh, glory to God, I want you to steward that and that way he said to Joshua that way doing that will cause you to have to prosper, amen, to have success. Turn to someone and say, success sounds good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You doing okay? Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Bless the Lord. We see these people that receive that word at the beginning, you know, they're excited about it. It says they were were excited about it, but the enemy comes immediately to steal it, to steal our joy. You know, today you're going to be hearing some incredible truths, but, you know, it's a matter of what am I going to do with the truth that I've heard today? Because you know what, if we don't steward it, we get very, very disappointed. Why do we? Because we don't experience the harvest thereof. But God says it's a doer of the word, not a hearer only, that is blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Our roots can be small and we can be desiring great manifestations. We want to see things change in our life. But before we see the above ground, before we see the harvest, the vast majority of growth, Needs to take place underneath in the root system. The root system determines how great the tree will be. Isn't that awesome? The root system determines how great the tree will be. The root system determines how great the harvest will be. You may have a tree grow quickly, but it will not withstand the weather, the drought, the heat, torrential rain. God wants this word to take root in our hearts. He wants us to be rooted deeply in his word and founded securely in his love. The root system is what enables the tree to withstand hardship and continue to bear good fruit. The problem being we want to great results but we do not want to take the time to produce a good root system. Have you noticed that? Yeah? I want it now. But how will I steward it? How will I steward it? To the degree where it produces so much that I'm just able to give it away. Amen? Hallelujah. Everything begins in a seed form. Our relationship began with seed form. with a seed we began our life in christ began with a seed our life began with a seed every one of us here our life in the flesh began with a seed being planted you were you were not the result of a handshake The stalk didn't bring you. Sorry. You were the result of a seed being planted. Amen. You didn't come under a cabbage leaf. You were the result of a seed being planted. And you were hidden in the womb of your mother for nine months. No one could actually see, although they they do check a lot out these days, but Once upon a time, you can see. Yeah. Until you came to perfection. Number nine, perfection. Yeah. But you grew. And you're conceived. Amen. By the seed. Of a man. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's the seed principle. You getting anything out of this today? Praise God. When the seed takes root, it produces. We know not how. We see in Mark four twenty four, New Living Translation. Verse 24. Then he added, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. And you will receive even more. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he is asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows but he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle, for the harvest time has come. Jesus said... How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It's like a mustard seed planted in the ground and it is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all plants. It grows long branches and birds make their nests in its shade. Birds make their nest in its shade. Here we say this this seed is planted and the farmer sleeps. He gets on about his life. He plants that seed, he tends that seed, and it grows. He doesn't know how it happens. And that's what can do so many of our heads in, how is this going to happen? How is this one word that he sent his word and healed me and delivered me from all my afflictions? How is that one word that God breathes on it going to make the difference? Yeah? When I need healing. When God breathes on it, I don't know how. It's supernatural. It's supernatural seed. God hears it. Holy Spirit brings it to pass. God speaks it. Sorry. God speaks it. Holy Spirit brings it to pass. Just as He created everything. God spoke and the Holy Spirit was hovering, waiting for those words to be spoken. And they came to pass. Amen. Glory to God. How can it? I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. And I think I've said to you many, many times. I, 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 I'm. It continues to amaze me how one little seed can produce all that substance. How does it produce it? Where does it come from? And someone says, "Well, you put it in the ground. You put it in in the ground. You put it in your heart. The ground of your heart. The ground of your heart. Right. You put it in." and it forms, yeah? You plant that seed and it becomes something. It becomes visible. It materializes. But you see, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We believe before we see. We are faith people. The just will live by faith. What? Faith, what they know, is actually their truth. The God's Word is the truth, regardless of whether I can see it, it's the truth. And when I plant that seed of truth, and when I nurture it, when I, when I feed it, when I water it with the water of the Word, it comes to pass in my life. Supernaturally. Hallelujah. Isn't that exciting? Glory to God. But he said he rests. Faith is a rest. Just keep watering the seed. Turn to someone and say, just keep watering that seed. He says, the farmer doesn't know how it's producing. How does it do that? I don't know how. But God's saying, get ready for some I don't know how moments. I said, God is saying, get ready for some I don't know how moments. I'll say it again. God is saying, get ready for some I don't know how moments. Hallelujah. All I did was believe that word. All I did was take that tiny seed, put it in the ground of my heart. I just planted it in my heart. Amen. And He did something with it. I don't know how. You see that's a problem. That that can be such a problem. You just need to know everything. Sometimes we need to learn to live in the mystery. I don't know how, but God said it. Guess what? If he said it, I believe it. You see because he's the truth. Jesus said, "Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth." What is that that word truth is the highest form of reality that exists is God's word. You know, God's Word needs to become the highest form of reality to every believer. This will come as a surprise. We're actually created to believe God. But while we're looking out at everything else, guess what? We feed on unbelief. Because we're not seeing what God's Word says. He says, hey, you're meant to believe it so that I can bring it to pass. So that you can start to live in some I don't know how moments. Sorry I get passionate about it. Not sorry. Amen. We've got to work everything out all the time. Analytical is the word. Sometimes some of us are too worldly smart. We've been too well educated. And we've created our own theology. Well, I know God's word says by the stripes of Jesus I am healed. But, you know, hey, the physical evidence proves that that can't be what he's saying. So I'll just make up my own little theology around that. He must be talking about spiritual healing. No, he's talking about you being complete, undamaged, intact, whole. Amen. In every area of your life. Now that's worth celebration right now. Might not matter to those of you that aren't suffering anything right now, but you need to get this word right deep in your spirit so the minute symptoms come knocking on your door, guess what? No thanks, knocked on the wrong door. Move right along. Amen. Can't you see the blood? Can't you see the blood? Can't you see the blood of Jesus over my door? Can't you see the blood? Just move on by. It doesn't matter. I've got my health. I'm doing right. Shake it off. Shake it off. You've got to shake that attitude off. Hallelujah. This is a good word. Finally got to it, I think. Did we land? Are we landing? Praise God. Ooh. Come on. Get excited church. Bless the Lord. Take the word for ourselves. Come on. You can't live on somebody else's revelation. We need our own. Amen. <sighs> enter into, into the land of blessing enter into, into the promise ha <laughs> <laughs> ha I'm having too good a moment. Tiny seed can destroy sickness and disease as we build and we plant the kingdom that seed. Thank you, God. Isaiah 55, verse 10. Amplified, For as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again, but water the earth. And make it bring forth a sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word. You see, this is God speaking. Yes, it's been written, but all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's God's word. He says, so shall my Oh, for the reverence of God's word. Oh, for a place where we don't move that we, God that we, God is speaking that we receive the word of God as God speaking to us personally amen hallelujah so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth it shall not return to me void Without producing any effect. Useless. But it shall accomplish. This is God speaking. It shall accomplish. Someone say it shall accomplish. That which I please and purpose. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Genesis 8. Verse 22, New King James Version. While the earth remains, seed, time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Hallelujah. As this word is sown into our hearts and we steward it, it produces and it releases what God intended it to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Truth. Truth. Be still all flesh and know. Amen. Be still. God has arisen from his holy habitation. He's on the move. Bless the Lord because we are. The spirit of wisdom and revelation is being poured out like never before. Let's receive him and allow him to reveal to us the truth that will change our lives forever. That we would know the truth and that truth will set us free. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Won't you stand up? and Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I have the worship team up just for a little bit and just play. That would be really good. Just want some salah moments right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we honour your word. We honour your word. We thank you, God, for every seed sown here today. <sighs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. And in Proverbs 4, we say, My son, pay attention. To my word keep it before your eyes keep it in the midst of your heart he's saying incline your ears to my saying incline your ear to my sayings again don't let them depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart they're, are they gonna, if they can't de- they're not departing from your eyes they're going to get in the midst of your heart And whatever's in your heart, whatever is in the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak and whatever you're speaking will be produced. Does anyone believe that? Hallelujah. Let's just believe it because God has said it and God is speaking. Amen. So Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome you to remind us, to continually remind us about this word. We welcome you to do that. And we thank you for the grace to co-labor with it. Because we know that we're entering into the most fruitful season of our life. We declare that right now. A place where we will bear much fruit from what is growing in our lives so that, Lord, you will be glorified. Let our lives be an example of your goodness, your mercy, your grace, as we continue to be bearers of fruit that the seed produces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you just lift up your voice and just begin to thank the Lord. You know, as as you thank Him, you receive your portion. You just begin to receive. Receive your portion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We receive your word We receive your hope and joy, Father, in believing all joy, all hope, Father. Everything you came to impart, we receive it by faith this morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Would you breathe on those prophetic words and those words that you have spoken to us over the years, Lord? We thank you, Father, that we have entered into a season of your redemptive grace at an accelerated pace. We thank you every word, Father. Every word, Father. Every word that carried our potential in it, Father. We thank you that you would breathe on it, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, I'll just bless you. i just call you blessed. Call you blessed to the degree, amen, <laughs> that others envy you. <laughs> Say, what is it about you? Amen. Glory to God. God has blessed me with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, it's been a great morning. Amen. Why don't we just give it up for Jesus and thank Him for all that He is and all that He does and all that He's done and all that He's doing and all that He will do. Amen. Hallelujah.